Wake up. Wake up. Get up. Yo, how y'all doing? I hope you're having a good day. I hope you're feeling well. I hope you're ready to get out there and get shit done. Yeah. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to your favorite podcast, Thoughts by the VLDI Podcast. Available everywhere that podcasts can be listened to, including PodCoin, where you get paid to listen. Hope y'all having a good day today, man. I want to talk about today, uh, we're going to talk about the results of my poll of about Cam Newton uh, was what he did offering uh, the gentleman $1,500 for a seat. Any different from when, you know, you're sitting in the, the lobby of the airport and they offer you money to take another flight what else we're going to talk about today i lost track of thought <laughs> oh i got some call-ins from uh d win legacy talking about movies a little bit i got some call-ins from driven balance he wants to give his take on the the uh cam Net- cam newton situation and he's also giving his thoughts on one of my uh disciplines but first i want to tell y'all a story y'all down for that story time yeah, so yesterday, as I was getting up for work, well, let me first let me just let me build it up a little bit, right? I had my alarm clock set for what six thirty, then I had my second alarm set for seven because I do um, scheduling myself, so it's really like a more of a approximation of what time I'm going to go to work, not really like a a, a, a deadline. So, my alarm goes off at 6.30. I ain't going to front. I had been sipping on some Modelo uh, the night before, so I was feeling kind of groggy. And being that I have this leeway, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go back to sleep. Sleep till 7, get up, and then I'll go. I'll get there at least by 8.30. We good. I got plenty of time to hand in my project. Everything's gravy. So, that's what I do. I go back to sleep, wake up uh, at 7, and I do my little... um, reason I lay back down, I have this form, like meditation thing that I do in the morning. I don't know if I told y'all about it, but I'm going to tell y'all about it right now, right quick, before I continue the story. Excuse me. Um, I don't like being woken up by alarms. And I've actually, you know, seen some studies that saying that it's not really good for your health to be jolted out of your sleep by an alarm clock so usually i've been trying to lately i've been trying to wake up on my own so if i wake up and it's close to time for me to get up i'll just go ahead and get up because it just doesn't feel right waking up all of a sudden to this noise that's going off you know kind of gets your pressure up and you know tenses you a little bit and it'll make the start to your day rough if y'all think think about that how you feel when you wake up to that alarm clock versus how you feel when you just naturally wake up so I have this thing that I've been doing where um, if I sleep until the alarm goes off, I generally won't get up then because that's the reason why I set two alarms. That first alarm is kind of like a warning, and that second alarm is the, you know, go ahead and get up. So normally what I'll do, I'll kind of lay back down, you know, kind of talk to myself, soothe myself calm myself relax a little bit get myself relaxed 
and then I'll go ahead and get up and start getting ready for the day. So that's what I did. And while I was going through my uh, um, session, I decided to just go back to sleep. So get up. It's probably 7.15, so I'm like, I'm still good. I'll get there by 8.30. Everything be cool. So get up. I'm ironing my shirt up. Got it all nice and crispy, and I'm looking for the slacks that I want to wear to work. Can't find the my black slacks that I want to wear with my shirt. So I'm looking for that, looking for that, and then I get a rumbly in my tumbly. So, you know, I go to the restroom to handle my business, and while I'm on there handling my business, guess what happened? Guess what happened? Guess what happened? Relax, I'm going to tell you. The power goes out. Power goes out, pitch black. Now, luckily for me, it's morning, so it wasn't like it was just stupid dark in the house, but I have no power. I'm sitting there in the dark, handling my business, finish handling my business. I'm like, okay, well, let me finish getting ready for work, and then... I come to the realization that I can't iron. I can't iron. And all my pants, I don't take my clothes to the cleaners unless it's something that I consider special. But for the most part, I just wash and air dry. I wash my shirts, air dry them, air dry my slacks and things like that. You know, just hang them up in the laundry room. So my clothes are wrinkled. I have nothing to wear. I have literally, I'm like, dang, how am I going to pull this off? So I relax myself again, and I say, you know what, DeVille, don't even sweat it. It's cool. You know what I mean? Lights probably come back on in a minute. So I just lay on the bed, start playing on my phone. 20, 30 minutes go by, and there's nothing. So I go and I check the Georgia Power website, and they say that the power will be on by 10 o'clock now. At this time, it's probably around 8, a little after 8. So I'm like, okay, cool. They say 10 o'clock, 9 times out of 10, it'll come back on before that. So I'm just going to relax. But no, not today. Not today. Power's off. And I'm just sitting there, sitting there, sitting there. So 9.30 hits, 9.45. And I go, I'm like, okay, power's about to come back on soon. Jump up. I'll iron my stuff. I'll get out of here. Whip out my phone, check the Georgia Power site again. And guess what? The time has moved from 10 to 11 a.m. So I'm like, screw it. I got to figure out something. So I end up going through my closet finding a uh, Nautica shirt I haven't worn in years, but it was iron, and I just grabbed the least wrinkled pair of slacks I had to put on. Now, normally, I'm in button-ups, you know, long-sleeve button-ups at work, so I was kind of out of dress code <laughs> for my position, but I had to do what I had to do. I text my boss because I know he's waiting on me to send him the project I was working on. I'm like, I'm running late, power was out, so that was going to be my explanation. If anybody said anything to me about, you know, why I wasn't, why I was dressed the way I was dressed. So I was like, screw it. I ended up throwing on this short sleeve polo nautica shirt and some slacks and get dressed. And I go to work, man. That was a rough start to the day. And the whole time I'm tiptoeing through the house because I'm trying not to wake the kids up because you know how kids are. Power's out, they'll panic, they'll freak, they might panic, they'll freak out. They want me to stay home. So I was like, okay, I got to keep them asleep at least until I get out of the house so they don't realize the power's on because they're still, you know, sleeping. But end of the day, everything worked out good. You know, it was a rough start to the day. But it is what it is. So received a call from Win Legacy, and um, he wanted to talk about moves. I was giving my version of a review or critique of Ma, the uh, movie Ma that's in theaters right now. And, you know, he wanted to comment on that. So, uh, yeah, we're going to stop right now and uh, get into that, and then I'll get right back with you. 
the bill the eye what's good man i had to call you all on this movie thing and man i'm a pretty good judge of movie trailers when i saw that my one i was like nah nah and i got this box too so i pretty much get a jump on the uh you know the, the new movies coming out but that trailer definitely didn't uh intrigue me to want to see it <laughs> so <laughs> i can uh, feel your disappointment man but um i did see uh bright bird and that little boy no joke he was wrecking shop on that movie man it's pretty creepy too and uh we would me and my lady actually went out and saw uh john wick three and the fighting was kind of redundant getting kind of old for me but it was a pretty good movie all right peace so yeah, shout out to D Win Legacy. That's all you gotta say. You gotta say Legacy. But yeah, the the trailer had the opposite effect on me. When we watched the trailer, we actually thought the movie was gonna be dope. I thought it was gonna be more of a. Well, I was trying not to spoil the movie, but I thought it was gonna be more like a one of those style of movies where you know she was just gonna be picking kids off throughout the movie while they're down there partying. People were gonna be disappearing and being held hostage and horrible things were going to be happening to him while everybody else was downstairs partying and stuff i thought it was going to take that route but it didn't and that's what made the movie not all that to me uh me and one of my co-workers was talking about it they saw it too and he was saying you know he felt like it was pretty good but you know at the same time when i started saying how i felt about the movie he was like yeah you're right you know, it could have been a little better. It could have been more action. It wasn't really anything going on to the end, but, you know, the movie was put together. Same thing I said. The movie was put together well enough to where it kept you interested, you know, throughout the whole movie, even though it was anticlimactic. Now, John Wick, I never got into that. Not intentionally, you know. Uh, uh, it wasn't like I tried to avoid the movie. It was just something that kind of slipped past me, and I wasn't up on it. And I always heard people talking about it, giving it rave reviews. And even when I used to play uh, Fortnite, they had a John Wick skin, and I see all the John Wick memes. But I was just, the the way the movie was explained to me kind of threw me off, and it made me a little less interested. Because the person who, <laughs> the person who told me about the movie did a real bad job of explaining what the movie was about. And they, was just, they told me, you know, basically, some guys killed this dude dog and he just went on a rampage. So that's all I knew about it. And uh I just never watched it. I do. I think I eventually will watch it, even though I know it's on what the third movie now, but I spend so much time watching movies and you know, I'm more into the DC universe, the Marvel universe, things like that than I am into just, you know, a movie about, you know, random people. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is, unless something catches my attention. And I never honestly can say that I saw a trailer or anything for John Wick, but I only watch Netflix, Hulu, and YouTube, so I probably just missed it. But, yeah, I heard dope things about John Wick, especially this last one that came out. So by the time I, by the time I found out about it, it was already into the second one. So I meant to go back and watch the first one so that I could watch the second one, and it just... It was just a big shenanigan. I lost track of all that and ended up. Now there's three of them out, I think. Three, right? Yeah. But with that bright burn.
I want to see that again. I'm not. This is my thing about Brightburn, though. I wasn't. I didn't like enjoy Brightburn so much to the point where I'm just going to run out to the theater and watch it again. But I'm definitely anticipating for it to jump out on uh, Redbox. And that's probably when the next time I'll see it. But it was a good movie. And I'm hearing talks that there will be a sequel for Brightburn. And I'm all for that. If they're going to drop a Brightburn single, I will be in attendance for that one. So we're going to keep the show rolling. Next, we're going to talk about my Twitter poll about Cam Newton. We're going to get into a um, call in from Driven Balance. And, you know, yeah, and we, that's what we're going to do. But you know what time it is, man. It's time to take a little short break, and then we'll keep this show rolling. And here's the thing about the Cam Newton thing also, man. Um, not every flight has a business class or a first class uh, seats, you know. It depends on where you're going and the airline, okay? I don't care how much money you got. If the seat doesn't exist, the seat does not exist. So, you know, again, this is further proof proof that the people that are, are, are coming at him sideways, the closest they ever been to flying is jumping off the back porch. To add to that, man, I like the way you use that analogy about, you know, practicing for greatness because, you know, growing up, you know, we dreamed about being Jordan and, and Shaq and, and Ken Griffey and Wayne Gretzky, you know. Uh, and there's going to be a bunch of nuts out there that are going to be like, well, I, I, didn't, I didn't like sports as a kid. Well, you, you was a weirdo, so, you know, you don't count. I digress, though. <laughs> But, you know, my, my, my female cousins didn't dream about, you know, Barbie's, you know, one-room shack. She wanted Barbie's dream house. You feel me? You know, so, yeah, you're right. I like that analogy, man. We got to practice for greatness. And we, we, we tend to uh, let society uh, have us forget to continue to practice for greatness. So, thanks to Driven Balance for his input. And, yeah, see, on that flight from the video, it does not appear that there was either a first class or a business class on that flight. And, you know, like I said, somebody else probably booked a flight for him. I'm speeding a little bit. I might be. For the people who don't know, Cam Newton took a flight, and he went up to a guy who was sitting in the front of the plane, and he asked him, you know, if he could purchase their seat for uh, $1,500 and they go use his seat and they denied him. So <clears throat> social media, Twitter in particular, was making a big uh, fuss and bashing came about this. So I did a poll and I threw the poll up on Twitter and the question was, uh, is there any difference between what Cam Newton did asking the man to pay for his seat and you know the, the when the airlines make those announcements while you're sitting in the airport and saying, you know, uh, if you take a later flight, we'll give you X amount of dollars. Sometimes, like when last time when uh, my daughter was flying out, they got up to like $800 in a hotel room for you to take a flight the next day. So the, the poll was, was, is there any difference? 
of the responses said there's no difference. 33% said there was a difference. Now, the reality of the situation, in my opinion, is that it's not that people are really taking exception to the fact that Cam Newton asked this man to uh, trade seats with him for payment. It's more of a fact that the people don't like Cam Newton. Is what how I feel. There are people that have biased opinions toward Cam Newton. They don't like the way that he dances. They don't like the fact that he's a running quarterback. And of course, you know, let's not divert from the, the the issue that some people don't like the fact that he is a highly popular, highly paid uh, African American quarterback too. Add that into the fuel of the fighter because there was that of the fire. There's absolutely nothing wrong with Cam doing that. I would do that. If I got on an airplane and I was in a seat that I didn't like and I saw someone sitting in a better seat, yes, I would try to negotiate to see if I could swap seats with them. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But there's ulterior motives, and I'm not gonna, I'm not playing the whole racism card on it because I don't feel like that was necessary the reason behind the guy denying the seat. He probably didn't want to move because he had a good seat with good leg room and he valued that leg room on that 10-hour flight more than he valued those $1,500. So I understand that, and that's not even the uh, the issue that I'm talking about. The issue that I'm talking about is the responses to the situation to where people tried to make it just like such a big deal like as if Cam Newton felt like he was just privileged because he's rich and he should be able to get anything that he wants. It wasn't even that type of situation. Not from the little 30-second video that we seen. He asked the man, you know, a couple times about trying to get the seat. The guy said no. He went back and sat in his seat with the tight legs. And that was the end of it. So, no, I don't believe there was anything wrong or that there's anything different between what he did and what the airlines do when they ask you if you'll take uh, a later flight, you know, that's what it is. And then, thank you, brother, for appreciating what I did with the discipline and the um, practicing greatness. I do believe that we have to keep practicing greatness because, like you said, man, at one point we all believed and we all aspired to have not just mediocre, but the greatest things that we could get our hands on, you know. Nobody dreamed on, you know, living, nobody sat back and dreamed to one day live in an apartment or, you know, a shotgun house or, you know, have a a regular nine to five. But there's nothing wrong with those things. But what I'm saying is that wasn't what we aspired to do. At some point, we let people start telling us our dream was too big, that we were uh, uh, being arrogant, that we was being boisterous. And that we probably never achieved things that we're setting out to achieve. And we have to wipe that type of thinking from our heads and start back practicing greatness. You have to start back looking at what you're doing and, and, and what you're setting out to achieve and saying, I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to buy this big house. I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to, you know, buy my mama a house. Or I'm going to buy, I'm going to invest in this real estate. I'm going to put these stores back in the neighborhood. Whatever it is that you plan on doing. You have to believe and see, be able to visualize you doing those things. Now, if it's visualizing and speaking on those things, 100% guaranteed that it's going to work? No, absolutely not. <laughs> you 100% might fail on it. <laughs> it might not work. But the same thing I had somebody tell me one time, that they'd rather 
they said that they'd rather live like there was a God and then find out there wasn't one than to live like there wasn't one and then find out there was. I feel the same way about you practicing for your greatness. I'd rather live as if I was going to be the best thing since sliced bread and Kool-Aid and have it not come through than to live like I'll never be anything and just absolutely miss the opportunity because that's the vice versa. That If you just walk around like you're never going to accomplish anything and you just sell in and be uh, uh, complacent with where you are, that's where you're going to be because majority of the time opportunity doesn't come looking for you. You have to go look for opportunity. Yeah, I like the way I said that. I be killing this shit. But <clears throat> then I didn't watch the BT Wars. I wanted to talk about that right quick. Tyler Perry. And I'm not even a Tyler Perry fan. Let's say that first and foremost. I don't even like Tyler Perry's movies. I don't like the plays. <laughs> I don't have really have nothing to do with what Tyler Perry produces. Um the last Tyler Perry movie that I actually can say I enjoyed was, what was it, Acrimony, I think it was. And that was a pretty dope movie, but for the most part, it's not like I'm a fan, but I saw a clip of him giving a speech at the BET Wars, and he was talking about how he was able to employ, you know, people that were having trouble getting jobs in Hollywood and the industry, and how, you know, what, and everybody was worrying about the Oscars and, and, and not being included in the Oscars. That he was just kicked down in Atlanta. Shout out to the ATL. That he was just down in Atlanta, you know, buying. He bought the studio. There used to be like a, it used to be like a Confederate military base or something like that. He bought that property and you know he's turned it into a studio. And he said, you know, while everybody else is sitting around begging for a, a seat at the table, he's gonna be down here in Atlanta creating his own table. I thought that was dope as hell and you know what he's doing he's practicing greatness right now people I'll tell you right that that right now but y'all didn't come here for that did you i doubt it y'all came here for some discipline and that's what i'm going to give you you have to be disciplined enough to remain yourself remain who you are a lot of times in the world you know we are tempted and kind of even encouraged to be something that we're not, to fit in in the office, to fit in in the boardroom, to fit in in class, to fit in on the team, to fit in on in the neighborhood, at, you know, wherever you are and wherever you're doing business and wherever you're socializing, there's a lot of times there's pressures for you to, you know, become more like the, 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 the place, the environment that you're in. But I say don't do that. I say stay yourself. Remain disciplined and remain strong in being yourself. There are people who are, are, are trying to assimilate into different uh, ways of being are doing it because they feel like it'll help them succeed. It'll help them, you know, get become part of the uh, good old boy system, you know, where the buddy-buddy system, the, uh, you know, the good guy gang or whatever you want to call it, you know, basically become part of that clique that's going to uh, be able to help them excel a little bit faster or a little bit quicker or just a little bit more at all, period. But I say stick to who, your guns, stick to who you are. And then if you fail, you will fail as who you are. I don't want to work with or for nobody that doesn't accept me for how I am. And, and I have to pretend 
to be something. I'm not to be there and be around them or do business with them or to work for them. I don't even want to be in that environment. I'd rather fail being who I am than to succeed being somebody else. Take this information, use it however you will, but remember to be the reason somebody's motivated or masturbated today. Either way, you made a difference now. Make sure you get your breakfast, get you some protein, get you a smoothie, and you get out there and you get shit done. Thank you all for tuning in to the VLDI Thoughts by the VLDI, the podcast. I love and appreciate each and every one of y'all, my faithful, loyal listeners, man. And we're going to take this podcast to the top. Long dramatic pause. That's it.